Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. I hope y'all are having a safe and non-life and limb-threatening July 4th weekend. Happy Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. Uh, I guess I should re-watch. What are your favorite July 4th movies? Born on the 4th of July. Independence Day. Or ID4, as it was originally known. That's... That's about it. I really didn't have much to go on that train. It was kind of a shot in the dark. Uh, but this week, back with a good show with Kenan and Andrew, uh, where finally, I mean, some of y'all had figured it out. And I posted it on my Instagram and people were like, wait, this 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 thing happened? And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I should bring it up on the show. So today, the big news, finally. I won't spoil it here, but listen on and hear about how my life is going to drastically change. Uh, so enjoy that. Um, I am going to go back to doing nothing because it's unbelievably hot here in the South. I just learned about like wet bulb temperatures. Uh, never heard of such a thing, but apparently it's the temperature of a thermometer that is wrapped in wet mucilage. Okay. And... If it gets past 92 degrees wet bulb, then your body, your body's sweat can no longer cool you, so it's dangerous enough to kill you. So apparently in the south it hit 94 wet bulb yesterday, so it's going to be a fun summer. Pray for me. Send me an email at churchandotherdrugs.gmail.com, patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs, and storefrontier.com slash churchandotherdrugs.
Well, it's Kenan's birthday. It is. What was that supposed to be? It was happy birthday by the Beatles. Oh, okay. So, all right. I I don't know if this is true, but I've always said it as fact. But apparently, the reason you never hear happy birthday sung at restaurants and on sitcoms is because it is copywritten. I've heard this as well, but that seems really weird to me because isn't there some like um, statue of limitations or something, you know, like where like songs from like the 30s or 40s, you can play public domain. Yeah, I guess who who wrote it? Who's got who gets credit for writing Happy Birthday? I'm looking it up. Yeah, you got to find it. Mr. President. Oh, my God. You're too old. Can I put me on the phone with a van full of children and i told them that he put me on speakerphone with a van full of children and i told them that there are drugs out there that make weed look like kool-aid because he told me to give advice did they take that advice sure i did have one say that maybe she would just go with mushrooms because she can't overdose on them (laughs) oh she gonna find out you sure can <laughs> i was gonna say you can feel like you did yeah. but also i did not encourage any seeking of any illicit substance uh besides well not illicit but you know caffeine they can stick with caffeine oh yeah caffeine overdoses are no fun yeah you could buy powdered caffeine on amazon yeah you sure can that's crazy i mean it's not crazy. it's like it, it it has like a, a built-in limiter. Like nobody's going to abuse. Like once you get to a certain level, it's awful. All right. Pause Skip. the drug conversation for two seconds. Okay. All right. You know Happy, what this podcast is, right? I do. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Happy birthday is public domain in the United States. But I think that happened in 2016 because I found a 2016 article that said a U.S. district judge approved the agreement to end ownership claims of Warner Chapel Music, the music publishing company that has been collecting royalties on the song for years. Wow. How did they get it? I thought I had always heard it was like Michael Jackson that owned it or like the Beatles or something. It also says the company has agreed to pay back $14 million to those who have paid licensing fees to use the song. So that was at the time of that hearing. But I'm sure that's like a drop in the bucket compared to how much they collected. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah. who's just crazy? Who would they collect from? Anybody who I, like, I'm I, assuming if you used it like on a on a show or TV, like it would be fairly easy, probably to I just to think I just like the idea that there's like a police service out there that like is just going around to children's birthday parties and just like after they get done singing, being like, All right, pay up. And if you don't, we're gonna have a serious problem. Yeah, you get us a twenty percent cut of whatever you rake in for your birthday. Exactly. Exactly. Like gifts included, <laughs> not even just monetary. Yeah, the old Solomon way. You got to cut them in yeah, half. That that pony. Guess what? I get the hindquarters. Why? So Kenan got a, a razor flip phone. Oh, I I'm gonna gloss over that you uh, just said uh, you wanted uh, the hindquarters of a pony. <laughs> uh, don't uh, worry about it. That's it's, too. It's, that's too similar to the if you could have half of a child, which. <laughs> What what's that? Uh, I just heard that on something on this podcast. We just said it, Andrew. No, like remember you don't remember? 
when I, I was wading into some deep water there. What was it about, though? It was about like proving which person actually wanted was the more caring parent. It was like a trick or something. I feel like you're very confused. I am right now. What are you talking about? Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip over all of it. All right, it's so- <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> was it on one of your podcasts, like yes. without us on it? No, you were on it. We oh, had man. this talk. Yeah, you were, bro. All right. I'm you not, were okay. really no high, though. <laughs> no, no comment. Apparently so. You contribute. Wait, actually, you maybe sure? you weren't on it. I may not have been. Because there's not. been a few anyway. that I wasn't. <laughs> I feel like I listened to it. I feel like I actually listened to that conversation and I remember it, but I don't remember being part of it. Okay, then... It was 100% listening to this podcast, I think. Kenan looks like one of the thumbs in Thumb Wars. You remember those ridiculous parody movies? It was a parody of Star Wars, but it had thumbs. No. You don't know what I'm talking about? Neither of you know what I'm talking about? No one believes you. All right. Google Thumb Wars. (laughs) Wars, uh, not Thumb War. It's got to be with an S. So what do you think of my... Uh, blossoming uh, Instagram real creator career. I am for it. You are in your zone. I mean, you definitely have got quite a prolific stream of content coming out. Well, so what what's your muse or what inspires you? The well, okay. So this these these are the things I finally started doing. Is I finally just started writing things down during the day. As they come to me. So I have a running list for stand-up comedy and I have a running list for Instagram reel ideas for short form skit ideas. And, but so this is the weird thing, I guess, it, like, for instance, today I, well, and I'm, I'm kind of trying to at least put one up a day. That's like my personal, I'm trying to do that for myself, but today I do. So, you know, I'm, uh we're getting off my doctor's taking me off my rimmer on my night meds for a couple reasons i'm on three meds and then also because i'm gonna well (laughs) here we go this is the big announcement all this all this story (laughs) needs a preface (laughs) i'm having a baby i'm having my first baby Yay! so uh and we can circle back to that but uh, being on a medicine that knocks me out for eight hours is probably not going to be the best thing for a newborn, right? So uh, it'll, it'll it'll definitely be not the best thing for the woman who will be doing all exactly, the work. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I'm doing that. So I'm getting off of it. Um, and so today I was like, God, I don't, I'm not feeling funny at all, and I can't think of anything. And I made like three drafts. And then the, I was just like, whatever, uh, you know, I'm key, I, like Southern things come easy to me. And like, this is literally the process of making these reels is these are all maybe two takes, two or three takes. But it's just like, I just riff really quickly and then just let it fly. Because Heath Dills, I was telling him about how, like, dude, I'm just throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I'm not second guessing myself. Like, I'm just letting it go. And he's like, you need to keep doing that. And I was like, okay. Yep. So that's what I'm doing. And it's just working out. 
So given the list you have now, if you if you did one reel a day, how long would it last? Oh, uh, let's see. It lasts a second. You mean just based on his written ideas that he already has? Yeah, like if you didn't add any more. I'm like I'm curious. How inspired did you get? Uh I got two pages. I mean That's pretty good. No, nice. Yeah, and it's just it's just keep doing it. Oh, the next one I've got is going to be why really funny. Why did you funny. just write dick joke and fart joke really big? Because <laughs> that's that's what sells. <laughs> I'm going to do one uh, about the bear, like that TV show, The Bear. That just came to me. Um, and then also, so I had him on the show, uh, Gary Washington. He's a he he was a TikToker, but he's local. He's my friend. He does comedy stuff too, and he. Um, Right now he works for a news station doing videography stuff and advertisements mm. and all that. And he was, he's been posting like, yeah, I need to get back into just making whatever short videos and stuff. And I was like, dude, we absolutely need to get together and do some like five minute little sketch comedy stuff. And he's all about it. So I think we're going to do that. And he's, these nice. can actually be like well shot and well produced things. Very cool. Can you do a behind the scenes of a Christmas photo shoot that hopefully makes a comeback this year? Oh, it will. That's the plan. Well, so even better. Now I've got a baby, dude. Now I've got a. Now I've oh, got a prop. The views are going <laughs> to go through. It's going to say a prop. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> exploit. Just... Yeah. So yeah, I'm having a kid, dude. It's coming in November. We had our uh, 20 week appointment. Ultrasound. Numbers coming fast today. Yeah, I wonder. So I've been teasing this um, for a while. I ever like shoot me an email, churchandotherdrugsgmail.com. Did you already guess that this is what I was beating around the bush about? I should have announced this a while ago, but anyway, mm. here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's just a small, small life change. It's just a small uh, life change. How deep are we going to get into this? Because like, is this? Is this an existential change for you, like a complete shift, or are you just trying to take it as it comes? I yeah, mean, I you, think. How, how you feeling? Uh, we're definitely getting really excited about it. Like she's showing. Um, we're not finding out the gender until the day of. We're doing it old oh. school, which is funny. People cannot believe that that I'm that we're doing that. I have I have I some friends that are awesome, doing the same especially thing, especially for your first. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, I could never. Like, why? Because I the, have to have the, what? Why not? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like the only thing that I think matters about it is baby showers. It's it's easier for people yes. to know what colors to buy for gifts and stuff. Well, that that's. And, it where where I'll circle back to. It doesn't matter. Like for the first six months, it doesn't it, matter, right? You're right. You're or right. Even it the doesn't. first year. I'm gonna go through it all so fast. That, like, yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. Or if I, you or if you were painting a baby's room or something, I can understand right. some of those things. Yeah, but, just black. I mean, you could go with that <laughs> if you if you want so, a goth a goth child. I will. I will. Yeah, like Kat Von D's family. <laughs> yeah, like Van Margera. I will say I was not for that idea, but. Uh, Georgia or early on was like look, she had a friend tell her that it's the coolest thing so she was like all right we're not going to find out and the now that I've fully bought into it it's like 
mm-hmm. this like secret game and it's trying to not get it spoiled. Sometimes um, the doctors, well, well I know. Does, does the doctor know? Yeah, they know. They had to ask again. Yeah. Georgia today was like, I may have seen more than I should have. I was like, I, I can't tell anything from those pictures. Yeah, like I can't. <laughs> and I even the I, doctors get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Like I thought I might have seen a little pee-pee and they were like, that's the umbilical cord. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I thought it was huge. It was big. <laughs> I did. I was like, man, proportionally, that is absurd. <laughs> so it, it is it is really big dude it's 15 ounces already and they it's got a huge femur it's got a big old foot it's gonna be an athlete a huge femur i mean george is like 511 oh really okay yeah i mean I, it would and you're like six you're like four, four nine eight. right yeah four eight so four <laughs> eight and a quarter yeah. how tall are you six foot I, you know, it's weird. I think of you as being shorter. I think of, yeah, that's funny. I, I don't, it, in how, my how, mind, you're how, tall, how tall am I? Like five, four. I'm five, six. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm really? yeah. not far off. Yeah, I'm short. I, I come from a short family. And in fact, my whole family is short. Like my wife, Maria, is, uh, I think, five, four, maybe. When did y'all move over from Hobbitown? Yeah, I know. My mom is my mom is like four eleven. Shire. My mom's four eleven. Four eleven. What yeah, but, is but my dad's six six or six two, I think. But... I will not make any jokes that I want. No, to. you can. You can't. No. Speak. My right. mom wouldn't approve. But All right. congregation listeners, I think you know where I'm going with it. Send your guesses to church and other drugs at gmail.com. Yeah. Just, have you ever seen the pictures of Half Thor uh, Janssen and his oh, wife? Yes. That's basically what sounds like your parents. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Probably likes, I don't think he's seven foot, but anyway, he's it's ridiculous. Torn pectoral muscle. I'm the, oh, tallest, did he? I'm the yeah. tallest person in my immediate family. My wife and my daughters are all shorter than me. So I feel, I feel, I feel like a real man in my house. But then when I go out into normal world, I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so much shorter than everyone. Even up, well, even up there in the, the cold weather, it shrinks people. I hear. I didn't hear that. Anyway. To pollutants from Canada. That That shit was serious. Armageddon. It was unbelievable. I, think go- I thought it was still going. No, Andrew no. is in upstate New York, and he experienced the full power of the smoke from... Yeah. Oh, okay. Did we... I think we already... So much shit has happened. It's been a while. Dude, yes. Even within the past week. It's, I, I don't know what's happening. I mean, we had the UFO stuff. Which we still need to touch on. Yeah immediately overshadowed by Trump getting arrested and then the wildfires and uh-huh. then this submarine uh-huh. which which completely uh happened at the same time what like uh, uh, how many migrants on that boat died 40,000 or something crazy is that too much it was a lot that's I mean it's a lot that the number you just said know, was a lot. I know President Obama's ripping on society because they were enamored with this submarine. Yeah. So I did make 
Okay, I guess we can talk about that. Speaking of reels, uh, I did originally, I, I made a video uh, sort of lampooning the whole thing and I shopped it around and the general consensus was too soon. So I didn't post it because, and it, I don't, mm, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. I don't know how I feel about. Which thing was it about? Uh, Basically, okay, the premise was, <laughs> The premise was uh, it was just me as the sub captain with a PlayStation controller. And I was like, hey, uh, you know, while we're waiting to, to reach the bottom, I'm going to switch over to some Call of Duty, if you all don't mind. And then I start playing Call of Duty and then I rage quit and I throw the controller down on the ground and then I go, oh, no. And then that's the end. <laughs> I think you probably made a good call. I think I did too. <laughs> so now that the idea is out there. Now that the idea is <laughs> out there. Uh, maybe, so yeah, I mean, that's funny. And it's completely detached from the reality that like, you know, people died. But yes. there's so much more to the story than that, though. I know. It, it, it is not as simple as people died. It is like, no. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Yeah. And is it, well, I really, I, I had to like sort of, pr- I was like, I had to ask God. I was like, wait, is this, is this like, am I, is this re- like, should I really not, am I way fucked up for even like thinking, thinking about, about this? It? Yeah. What do you say? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was leaning towards, yeah, you need to have some uh, compassion for, like, the humans that died, which I do, and I do. Mm-hmm. But but then it's like, you know, the art of the joke stuff, it's like, I'm, I obviously, the jokes for that situation wrote themselves. You know what and I'm saying? son posting he's well, single. Wait, what? One of the millionaire sons, the one who went to the Blink 182 concert. I don't even know about that. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did I did hear about the concert part. All right. Well, one so of the victim's sons went to a concert while they were searching for his dad. And he posted about it. He's like, Dad would want me to be happy, so I'm going to this Blink 182 concert. And then oh, said gosh. same I'll use the word child, but young adult. Posted that he's single and looking. Not mourning the loss of his father. Wow. Not, he just you know, got paid is what he's thinking. It's it's bad. It is bad. That's bad. You stories about them, about it the, is. the owner of, what was it, Ocean, his company, Ocean Venture. Ocean Quest he, or something. Ocean Quest. He bought the carbon fiber on discount because an airline company was getting rid of it because it sat on the shelf and was expiring. Yeah. Because it wasn't safe to use in an airplane anymore. And an airplane has a lot less pressure on it than something underwater. Yeah. And, 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 and did, did you see the LCD screen that was drilled was into drilled the wall? Into the side? Yes. Oh, there's, ooh, so many, there's so many things about this that sound like... How did anybody think that this was going to survive? 
even just the controller, like none of the, ugh. Like I'm thinking back to my digital class and debouncing buttons to make sure the signal is clean and. Oh like, yeah. Oh, not ready for that environment. No, it's just a it it the hubris was extraordinary for sure. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean I can make a joke about it? So, so what do you think about the fact that like comedy? I mean, I think most comedians probably do think there's like a time. Yeah, it, it's, I, th- I think the equation, yeah. the, the equation is tragedy plus time equals comedy. But usually comedy is really, I mean, in a lot of cases, it's a device to deal with um, horrible situations by like pointing out kind of like the silliness in them. But it's a way of dealing with grief, right? Right. Because yeah, well, it, it it can also point out truth. Right. Right. In a That's yeah, kind of I mean, what I'm trying to get at. I'm just yeah. not sure how to And like I I like I can take it. Like like I have I have had a direct experience with like very specific tragic dark humor things that people like to joke about and like I can laugh at that stuff even though at certain points it has devastated my life. You know what I mean? But I can understand yeah. that like that hasn't, it's it's just a joke, man. Well, and how about this? It's like, if you were in that sub, if I was in that sub and then I'm in heaven and somebody makes a joke, I'd probably be like, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that's legit. I, yeah. Me, yeah. Me too. I don't think I would be upset <laughs> about it. Wouldn't care at that point. You wouldn't care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it was, how- I was gonna say, Go. considering how quick the implosion was, they didn't even know. Oh yeah, instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. beyond instantaneous. Because I remember uh, I, this was a while ago too. But there's a um, I was it was probably a Reddit thread, but it was about uh, underwater di- um, welders divers. So they like live at the bottom of the ocean, and they're in these um, like they have to de. Uh, depressurized for weeks yeah it takes a lot of time and there was a famous um a famous one it's like one of the worst disasters where somebody did something and they opened something and it was i think there was like six five between four and six people in there and just like basically one dude like hit part of a wall that had like the tiniest little porthole and just completely his entire body just sucked through. I mean, just like just unbelievable. Like the, the description, they, they give a diagram of it uh, and like the description of what happens when, when you have explosive uh, depressurization like that, it's just, it's, it's beyond instantaneous. It's just like, you're just gone. Could Could you even imagine? It sounds like the worst thing and maybe maybe an okay way to go. Like it would be so fast, could you even feel it? I mean it's gotta no, be absolutely not. Absolutely that not. Was the point, that was the point with this latest tragedy is it takes your brain like was it fifteen milliseconds to feel pain, but this decompression would happen in like one or two milliseconds. Mm. Now nah, I could be wrong, but the numbers it pointed fast. to they didn't know. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'll just read it. Uh, it's it's called the 
the Byford Dolphin Explosive Decompression Accident. Uh, it was a routine procedure on the Byford Dolphin oil rig on Saturday, November 5th, 1983, in which four divers were returning from a dive and exiting the diving bell into their compressed living chambers. The chambers consisted of Chamber 1, in which Edwin Coward, that's an unfortunate name, and Roy Lucas were resting, and Chamber 2, where Bjorn Bjorn Bergerson and Trulls Heljevic were entering after their work. Chamber 2 was connected to the diving bell by a trunk, which the bell would attach to and be secured by a clamp operated by two diving tenders, William Crammond and Martin Saunders. Um, In these situations, the pressure must be carefully balanced to ensure the diving bell can be disconnected from the chamber system. The tenders were in charge of the procedure. So what it is, just to try to give you a visual, um, if you're looking at a above view of it, there's uh, the diving bell, which is a little circle, connected to it kind of looks like the international space station if you can imagine that just a bell and then two chambers and an escape capsule uh all linked together by like little tubes uh so here is the the um procedure number one the diving bell door is closed number two pressure is increased in the diving bell to seal the door shut uh chamber one is then closed off from the trunk then the trunk is depressurized to a standard one atmosphere, and then the clamp is released, freeing the diving bell. Despite being experienced in this procedure, Crammon supposedly made a fatal error. Between steps two and three, whilst the chamber door was being closed, Crammon unexpectedly released the diving bell clamp. The trunk was now open to the environment and the chamber, which had a huge pressure difference, and the result was an explosive decompression. All four divers were exposed to a pressure gradient far too extreme for the human body to withstand, resulting in their immediate and violent deaths. The air rushing out of the trunk forced the diving bell from its position, striking the tenders, killing one and severely injuring the others. Uh, The deaths of the divers are considered one of the most gruesome deaths in history. Due to the speed of the incident, it is expected that all the divers passed instantly and painlessly, but the scene left behind was horrific. The pressure differential caused three of the divers' blood to flash boil, instantaneously killing them. The fourth had it even worse. The rushing air forced his body through a gap just 60 centimeters long launching vital organs and body parts up to 30 feet away. The medical examiners described some of the organs to be so intact, it was as if dissected out of the body. Serving... Jeez. It forced his body through a 24-inch long gap. That's that big? Two feet? um thanks for this uplifting story yeah sorry but i mean you know i mean (laughs) you're glad i told it to you right (laughs) this is what people come here for the the information that i'll learn about because of this uh it resulted in the formation of the north sea divers alliance um yeah i guess that's a new um 
like safety thing. Yeah. So long story short, that's some serious stuff. Uh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Oh, and then I was so. So I guess you could have joked about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. This <laughs> this is not helping my case, and I'm gonna be a dad. <laughs> it's a high pressure situation. You know? Oh, that's a dad. See, you're. I, I gotta brush up on my dad jokes. Uh, no pressure. I'll throw myself <laughs> under the bus. During that conversation, in my mind, it goes. Yeah, but babies come out of like a ten centimeter gap. Oh, cannon! And it's true. It's just not, not, not quite as fast, <laughs> but not a full grown man like Ace Ventura coming out of a rhino. Indeed. Um. Oh yeah, I I remember for a split second thinking that what if uh the underwater anomalous phenomena got to the sub like what if it was a underwater ufo i didn't was, go there how could you not the timing was too bizarre speaking of which can we uh, just talk about your sighting oh yeah yeah we had, did we yeah talked about that did we not i think we did i think we you, did you you texted us about it but we didn't talk about it on a podcast, did we? Maybe you just weren't there again. No, I, I, I don't, know. don't think you did. Um, I think I don't think. So we have I sent you. I sent you. I sent y'all a video, and I was like, "This is okay." So back in man, when was it? Twenty. 2012, 2013, uh, in Baton Rouge. I went out. I do not believe that I'm prefacing all this to say, like, I don't believe in aliens and especially didn't back then. Yeah. Um, uh, I, have an I have an encounter to compare to, by the way. So, okay. Uh, went outside around, I think it was one ten because I journaled this. Uh, so I remember that uh, I was at a sober living house. So I was absolutely sober. I uh, was smoking a cigarette. I looked up and I saw three lights uh, at first that were clustered very closely together. And then they kind of separated. Um, let's see how to describe it. Like uh, sort of like fiber optic lights, like the lights were the ends of something that were connected. And so like, if you can imagine like the lights were coming out of your fingertips and your hand was together like a squid and then you open the squid. So the lights separate. It, that's it kind of mm -hmm. looked like something was opening. It went into four lights in a triangular shape, uh, no noise. And then it just zipped off. And I just sat there just, dumbfounded just like what was you that you lost me at four lights in a triangle what do you shouldn't, mean sh shouldn't it be three i mean where was the fourth light no it was pyramid bro two. that's a good point i forgot <laughs> but i remember four <laughs> lights i remember four lights oh yeah three at the bottom one at the top Oh, just like across. Yeah, then, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But sort of centered, like a, a little off. Like the, mm -hmm. the bottom three weren't in a row. The middle one was a little bit more 
like centered, uh, like higher. But it wasn't centered. Okay, that makes sense. And none of them were blinking, none of them were flashing. Um, so that was weird. And then last, I mean, shit. It was uh, we, me and my buddy Adam just got out of seeing Spider Man across the Spider Verse at. We're in Lafayette, and we walk outside to the parking lot. It's like 9.30 at night. Uh, we're sitting by his truck talking about the movie, and he just goes, what the shit is that? And I look up, and it is three lights. At first, I thought it looked like a perfectly silver, like, mylar balloon, like, like uh, going in a, like, um, spinning on its axis because it looked like, light was just reflecting every time it turned. But then I realized like, oh, that is not a balloon. And there's three lights that are spinning, right? <clears throat> In a kind of triangular pattern yet again. And the the weird thing about that was the perception of distance. Because I was like, oh, is that a, what is that? Uh, once again, there's no noise. Once again, mm -hmm. I, I know what it was not a plane. I know what planes look like. Mm -hmm. There was no blinking light. Uh, and it seemed like it was maybe a hundred feet above me at first. And then it just quickly seemed way higher. And then it zipped away. And we were, <laughs> we just sat there like, what was that? And then I was looking through the UAP videos and I, uh, I sent you all that video. Someone else took a video. I don't remember where it was from. And I was like, that is exactly what I saw. So I'm not, I'm not even close to saying it was aliens, but a hundred percent. I have seen what somebody else has took a video of. And it's this triangle craft of some kind. Yeah, I have, I have a, <clears throat> I've been, I've been trying to like figure, I mean, I've been watching a lot of, yeah, like uh, UAP videos and things like that too. And like shows on, you know, Roswell and all sorts of stuff. But like when I was a teenager, it just brought this back to my memory because we were out one night, probably, you know, 10, 11 o'clock dark. We were actually playing laser tag, like with a bunch of friends. And uh, we were up in the back. And I remember we, we all saw a, a line of lights <clears throat> above the tree line and it feels to me like it was a lot, like maybe five or six or seven lights. This is like, upstate New York. Yeah, upstate New York, just across the tree line. We watched them like they were slow moving and just kind of hung out there. And I can't truthfully, I can't even recollect how they disappeared or left view. I don't think they sped off. I think it was maybe they disappeared just over the horizon or something. I don't know. So apparently a whole bunch of people had seen these and I remember it being in the paper and they explained it as being ultralight hang gliders at night that were apparently, you know, flying and that, you know, basically, you know, don't worry about it. This is what it was. Huh. Now, now I'm thinking like, was that true? Or was that like a cover-up story? Right. Like, like, you know, like, because I look, I actually have looked up, like, research, like, do do ultralight hang gliders, like, fly at night with lights? I can't find anything about people doing this. So I'm like, I don't know. Something doesn't jive with me with that story. So that's my yeah. that's my alien sighting uh, or my UAP sighting that may, may or may not have been with aliens. And I don't know what to do with the alien uh, 
thing, to be honest. I don't know what it does well, to anything I feel. They actually were alien. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. Oh, uh, but I don't know what it does to my faith, my worldview. I, like the whole thing, like, is confusing to me. Like when I think about stuff like that, it. I don't necessarily know that. It, yeah, it, it. I. I have an overwhelming sense of confusion lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if confusion is the right word or if it's frustration of just like, can we drop the shit like what like yeah, just tell us what's tr- what's happening <laughs> with everything like it, it's just everything is so and maybe this is just me it just seems everything is so jarbled up and like everybody like since the pandemic maybe before but everybody just has this same gut feeling of like they're just something is wrong like something doesn't feel right you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I can't exactly put my finger on it. I don't exactly know what it is. Uh, if it's the... And and I guess it's one of these things that even if it is uh, the media or social media or the war or this or that, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is being done for a reason too. Which just leads to more fuckery, just like what is mm-hmm. and then you know, maybe my child will be the savior of humanity. There's a chance. Did you ever think about that? There's a or chance. The, or the Antichrist. We're or the close. Antichrist. We're getting we're getting close to a lot of things. Oh no. <laughs> no, can't be. Uh Damien is the front runner for the name. Yeah, well, I, I just... thought it was party Hitler. Party, party, party Hitler. Hitler. Somebody told me I should make a party Hitler uh videos, and I was like, I will not be doing that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Um, there I'm seems surprised. to be there seems to be no distance in time that makes that okay to joke no. about. And yet, somehow, I've gotten away with it here on the show. Uh, lightly, yeah, lightly. Oh, what? What's that? Someone called for me. (laughs) Who who has the ecstasy? Huh? Yeah. I heard heard Roseanne was talking about me the other day. She's not very party. You you know what this reminds me of? Did you watch um, Party Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, it's a good movie. My favorite movie. (laughs) Your your impression is. Very reminiscent I did, of, yes. of that guy. I, uh, <laughs> I took lots of LSD before I watched the Jojo Rabbit. So yeah, Party Hitler. Mm. Yeah. So and with and with all <laughs> the whistle whistleblower stuff too, like I like I don't I don't know what to make of any of it. Like them saying uh, they have bodies, you know, alien bodies. I'm just like, yeah. what is going on? Oh, did you hear? <laughs> uh, uh, that reporter that asked Lockheed straight up, they're like, what do you think about all this stuff? And they were like, that's a question for uh, AARO and the Department of Defense. And it was like, oh, a simple no <laughs> would have sufficed. <laughs> like, okay. Sketchy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, the orb stuff is very odd and weird. And that that is clear ass video. And that was one of the things they brought to the senate that they were just like we don't know what this is it's obviously like a security issue because what the fuck is it but 
it it is it's it's driving maybe i need to just it's driving me insane the fact that it is just a non nobody it's nothing it is nothing and i even like tried to i was like hey dad what do you think about this since you're in the air force and it's 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 it just it's just like no it's nothing it's like well it's something it is something like and, it a, lot, is and either, a lot of the people you know reporting this stuff are air force pilots that's what i'm yeah. saying it's something it is not nothing it's not a one-off thing yeah it is not a one-off thing it is not in it it's peer-reviewed yeah yeah it is <laughs> and like why and and this reviewed is reviewed by the peers that's probably what you're getting at, but like, why isn't humanity uniting in a common goal, either for or against, like, whatever this outside thing is? Like, why is that not? Oh, are you the gonna case? pay for it, Andrew? Yeah, exactly. Because this world is ruled by the the Lord of the Air, the powers and principalities. Like, mm, okay, so that brings up a new thing. Like, what do you think the chances are that aliens are perhaps real, but perhaps spiritual? perhaps demonic hi uh 50, 50. what if what if an alien force comes down i've thought about this just like this week what okay. if an alien comes down they present themselves <clears throat> they're highly intelligent can heal people because of all their advanced technology mm-hmm. what how long does it take for us to worship this thing like a god overnight and, and then therefore could that not in fact be the antichrist yeah exactly overnight yeah I mean that's that is currently what the um I, I need a name for this type of but the uh the current like what Jed's used to be like the the net like everything is a demonic conspiracy nephilim bloodlines satanic mm-hmm. hollywood that group that is yep. exactly what they believe is yeah. happening but I interestingly uh nate from blurry creatures um Mm -hmm. is like no the like the aliens are a different thing like they're not like demons are separate so that that's so what does nate think there uh he doesn't know i mean okay i guess i need to have him back on to talk about that specifically yeah i'd be interested to know i'm sure he's thought it out at least some yeah i think he's i think he's getting a lot of his thoughts on that from timothy alberino um, which I am not. The problem I have is it's like I can it's like the it's like Dr. Greer um, in the community. It's like I can go along so far and then like one thing I'll be like, oh, that's just Looney Tunes, though. Like and then now I'm questioning everything. Right. It's. Yeah, I don't know, man, I need a little more uh I don't know groundedness. So it's not, but, it's not like any of us know. But so you're also talking about like Project Bluebeam. Uh, have you ever, have you ever heard of that? I've, I've heard of Blue Book. I only ran across it like last week. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard. Of, I haven't heard of that. I've heard of Blue Book, but not Blue Beam. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, the NASA. Yeah, I mean, it's literally. Um, 
the four-step project designed by NASA and the United Nations would allow these organizations to accomplish what he believed the ultimate goal of creating a new age religion led by the Antichrist in order to start a new world order dictatorship. Um, uh, basically using top-secret technology. Um, uh, you know, it's really weird. The first article that came up for me for that was a was it was a facts check article that says false on what <laughs> on Project I'm, I'm, Blue Beam? I, yeah, that is. Oh a yeah, here we go. Here we theory. go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the second step uh, would involve a gigantic space show. During this stage of Project Blue Beam, three dimensional optical holograms as well as laser projections of holographic images would beam across the sky. These images would include projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna. They would merge into one. Um, so basically, it's just going to be a giant fake thing. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those old conspiracy theories that people still are like, oh, it's going to happen. Or, or that's what this is. Well, I think it's hard when you're like, I'm probably going a little bit back, but when you're talking about it being spiritual, it's like, like the way I was brought up and I'm guessing <clears throat> just based on our past conversations, I think Jed, you're probably similar. I'm not sure about Kenan, but like, um, it's very easy for me to believe that everything has to do with the battle between good and evil mm -hmm. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. that I, and that I want to, because like, there's some, there's some, stuff that makes sense to me in that if like god is real and jesus is the savior and satan is the enemy well then why wouldn't everything have to do with that i mean it like, would right almost yeah so if, if you if you like buy into that worldview it's like well okay well then everything is about that in the end so it's like yes but if, but if i don't believe that i mean but but i do like deeply i do believe that yeah so that kind of informs how I feel about all this stuff, but I don't know if it makes, I, makes my thoughts clearer or more clouded. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 for some, it was two nights ago, I was going to sleep and suddenly I got this terrible fear because my brain, I don't know if it was a fear, but my brain got stuck once again. I don't know if y'all have ever really, you try to follow this thought down its conclusion and you just get to this spot where like your brain is just like it doesn't work and i i tried i was like but how can god exist without a creator and it just i oh. it i was like it, how does that work how right. i don't get it i don't you get it reach our human all. capacity i have <clears throat> reached the end of the line for what i can comprehend I, and i just kept trying and trying and it was like just overwhelming like that doesn't make any sense <clears throat> and how i think i was it, then i was thinking about like like the afterlife and how and like infinity and eternity and like but what and like what is the reason for all this in the first place in this creation and then it's like but how could what is this being that has always been but what was it's like that scene in <laughs> in space balls when they're like what happened to then then is now <laughs> well, well i when feel did they escape back then when it's just like well, oh think, my god i think i said this before although i don't have the answers obviously um 
if he's outside of time, then he, there is no beginning or end. Yeah, I know. And that's that's the answer to the problem. Unfortunately, it's by its nature. I there is you zero still you, yeah, you still can't. of it. Yeah, you I can't, can't even you can't it. even even close. Even close. It just like I said, like you said, it's it's like the Truman show when he when he hits the wall, it's just like, oh, ah, uh, like smoke is coming out of my ears. Yeah. Like which is interesting. It's almost like a weird it's almost like I'm running up against my programming failsafe. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> what What are your feelings on this, Kenneth? Nobody fucking cares, dude. <laughs> Moving oh, okay. on. Let's mess with Happy birthday. In my mind, your world in a few months is just going to shrink to your family unit. And this won't matter. You think? That probably is true, to be honest. Yeah, well, so that... <laughs> Keep going. So, like, you can spend time, and you have the quote-unquote luxury now to where you can go down that thought. But when you're waking up at, like, 1 in the morning, and then 3.30, and then 5, you cannot... All your brain power is going to be towards, like, maintaining sanity and taking care for this defenseless child so how like do you and do you think that's by design i had that thought because i suffer if anyone has ever listened to this show before you know that i tend to suffer from existential dread and anxiety and just like (laughs) what is the fucking meaning of all this and i've had times recently where just like you know it's like a tuesday or whatever and i'm like well here it is a day what a great well, it might, that is. It might shift from like your internal thoughts about you and your purpose to you have this thing that you made that's now alive that you brought into the world and you're supposed to somehow care for it and raise yeah it and make it contribute to society and its future so it can have its own existential dread yeah and i and i'm that's the part i'm looking you know i of course you know i know all the stuff of like you know child's not going to fix anything i get all that but from what i hear and what what i intuit and what i feel like is and and i think god has been like pushing me towards this of like oh this i think this is part of your purpose in this next stage of life and perhaps that is you know i've always said it before that it's like if you're not kind of doing um like i don't do well historically with unfettered ability to just satisfy myself because mm. that that is a zero sum game and I will never be satisfied. I can't like there's not even they're just I've tried. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so that's like this insatiable need that just plagues me. And honestly, it's like I probably have been feeling this call for a good many years now, but it's like, a, it's like, I, I, I'm afraid of growing up, man. I'm afraid of the responsibility. I'm afraid. And it's, it's been this huge fear thing. Like I was so terrified to ever have a kid. I, I did. I like, I got teary walking the dog and praying and I was like, God, don't let this kid have whatever I have. Like whatever this is, like whatever mm-hmm. darkness is like mm-hmm. eating it, like lives inside of me. Like, don't, let me give that to it like please mm-hmm. like oh i still definitely 
everybody out there, pray for that. That that I would appreciate that. But even still, anyway, all that's that aside, a, that's a tough one. Yeah, man, it's like all these things of all. It's just all this fear, and then finally, it's like, dude, like, I don't think once again, you know, I don't think God is in the business of like rescuing people from drowning just to set them on fire, or like, hey, you know, especially the circumstances around like how all this happened and came to be and going through a divorce. It's like, it seems very meant and faded. You know what I mean? You know, like it had a purpose amongst the pain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, my life, I, it's Georgia and I both are like after today, we're like, Oh yeah, we're, it, it's still in that surreal stage of like, Oh shit, we're having a baby. Well, well, you're not, already making changes. Like you said, you're getting off medication because you know you're yeah. going to need to wake up. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the right things. And, you know, as one word of encouragement about your kid ending up with, you know, certain tendencies like you or I'm, I'm assuming Georgia probably has some words too. You know, it's like <clears throat> they will have some of those things. Like my kids, like, definitely suffer with some of the things that I suffer with. But... I think the silver lining to that is, is that you as a father have a deep insight into what that is and where it goes and you can instill, you know, truth into your child that will change the course of their lives. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can definitely say like, you know, my daughter who deals with like uh, depression and anxiety, for instance, like she is a thousand times further at 20 years old than I was like, mm, she, yeah. she's, she sometimes surprises me now, you know, where it's like, I'm almost, you know, whatever. I'm in my, I'll say my mid forties, you know, like some, sometimes I feel like she's further ahead than me even now because she just has insights that I never had, you know? Yeah. And that's like, that's what you hope for. Right. Yeah. And you had the, that ability to, to do that for her yeah. or him. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, how old are you today, Kenan? I didn't even ask. I'm 38. Oh, shit. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> One <laughs> foot in the ground, eh? Oh, halfway to 76. Yep. I'll be 36 in August. You youngins. <laughs> Thank you. Bro. Uh, I, what's great, though, is I could... Any time now, I can safely say that, like, I've lived enough. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't think you've lived uh, multiple lives in the yeah, time span that we've yeah, lived. yeah. So it's all it's all bonus levels. You know, I should have been dead a while ago. That's why. Well, you and shouldn't I'm gonna, have. No, exactly. I know. I know. Now I got this damn kid. Yeah. When at what age is he gonna challenge me to a to single combat for his inheritance? (laughs) He's he's like five years. Five years, yeah, yeah. Yours is coming up, Kenan. I was I was gonna go more towards like teenage years. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) They got to get at least physically strong enough. No, kids are smart. (laughs) Like the Matrix, they'll plug in as soon as they get into kindergarten and immediate education. Yeah, and just whoop my old ass. Here's my single piece of advice that may or may not be relevant in five to 10 years. 
hold out on the cell phones and electronic devices for your kid yep. as long as you can. That's the plan. That is the thing too, is that I'm realizing that like vaping, for instance, like a lot of my habits, I am going to want to curtail soon, which is like, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just everything getting fuck, man. Yeah. They make it. Uh, so in the anatomy of marriage podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Seth and Melanie have a saying more is caught than taught. Yeah, dude. Like you don't have to teach your kids to do a thing; they'll just see you. I know. Make it up. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible truth. <laughs> I, or, a good, uh, or a good truth. It depends. I'm Language, not habits, I, food likes, hey, dislikes. I ain't quitting cussing. John has been the model for that for me. He, he just taught. He just taught their kids like, hey, if you say this in certain places, like you're gonna get in trouble. It seemed to have worked. They're responsible yeah. with it. Actually, like I have a I have a set of friends who they're super like into like parenting and like kind of alternative in different ways. But like the one thing they talk about with languages is they teach their daughter to they're okay with her saying anything as long as it's um an appropriate situation for the word. Yeah. Con- context. Yeah, it's all about context. And they're even okay if, like, she were to swear if it's, like, in the right context. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there are certain times where that is more appropriate than others. And then there's, like, respect and all these other things you have to deal with. But yeah. but they're not putting it on her, like, that's a bad word. You're you're bad if you say it. Like, they're trying to avoid all this, like, negative yeah. kind of connotation around it. Yeah, my big, the only thing I'm really afraid of is that my child will exclusively listen to terrible SoundCloud rap music. Mumble rap, 24-7. I think I'd put him out of the house. I really do. I think that's my line. It's hard to control, but. I'll be like, are you sure? Are you sure you can't just smoke crack like your old man? (laughs) Look how I turned out. Please. I think you'll, I think you'll pretty easily curtail that because like, by because you're beating them senseless, like physically hurting them. Because you're a musical person. You're going to, you're going to expose them to things like both of my girls have quite good musical taste and that, and I think I'm going to credit myself to that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, We get it. You're a good parent. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Not always a good parent. Your kids love you. What do you do, Basil? (laughs) (laughs) I do love my kids. But. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture. I realized I'd never, I don't think I'd seen a picture, but I saw you post a picture of your, your little oh, yeah. mini me. It was very sweet. Yeah. Both of them I posted this week. So adorable. I've, I oh, I've seen Kenan's kid. It was also adorable. He is a little mini you as well. Yeah. He's got purple hair now. He, he colored it last week. He's what, 13, 14? He's, he's actually 11. He'll be 12 in February. Oh. Dude, ki- kids just seem older at younger ages these days. It's, yeah. That is true. It's ridiculous. Why? Do you think that's because of social media? Like, why? I, I'm that one, I don't necessarily have an answer for why that seems to be. <clears throat> I can't figure that out either. I don't feel like kids it, looked as mature when I was in school. They did. I won't say social media itself, but I'll say access to information. Yeah, like, like we yeah. mentioned, like the guitar playing and stuff before. You can go on YouTube and learn to play guitar like quickly, or whatever yeah. song, and just become an expert. You don't. 
you're not given, you know, one book that you have to memorize over years before your parents get you another one for your birthday years later. Yeah, you can just true. go and get it. Right. They didn't have to sit there and figure out songs by listening to them and re- rewinding them, which, oh, which, which makes which makes the pool rewinding. much. That word is going out of style. Well, rewinding. You know, I'm just saying. Well, I could have gone further back and say, like, you know, do the needle on the record over and over again or something, but like. <clears throat> that made the pool a lot smaller because there's not a lot of people who had the tenacity to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so now you can just, like you're saying, you can just turn on YouTube and you can learn from the best people in the world. You know? Um, you didn't touch on any of the things so you wanted. Easy, Jed. Jeez. They did. Why? I know. I know. So we, the, the saga will continue. With the child, I will keep y'all up to date, congregation. I'll do better about that. Uh, we're going to see Fleet Foxes for George's birthday tomorrow. Okay. George just said George's happy birthday, birthday about tomorrow? it. It's Thursday. Uh, what the hell is Fleet Foxes? I don't even know what that is. It's a band, Mr. I Have Really Good Music Taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What's is a it, Fleet Fox? Is this, is this band somebody that, that people know? Yeah, they're like they're like a folk oh there, old, yeah there, old, there's a song you, music yeah exactly john fogarty sends, sings the hits uh happy birthday kenan send me an email church and other drugs at gmo.com patreon.com slash church and other drugs and storefront to you.com slash church and other drugs America.